0: Out crew
1: James L Brad Stanton Coach Rosie. Adam from bill Mike Whitaker, Devin Dowling, The Kickout Crew Podcast. Available on all major podcast platforms and watch videos exclusively
2: on YouTube.
1: Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode forty-five of your show, The Kickout Crew. I am James Elcori. You can reach me at James Elcora. You can reach us at Kickout Crew. I like to keep it simple for uh, you know everybody involved. Uh, that being said, I had a great episode last week. If you haven't listened to it, uh, NWA referee Jared Fritz was on and it was amazing. Probably, uh, I would say the, like, well, I'm not going to go that far. It was just a very good interview. I don't want to, you know, disappoint, but he was a hell of a guest. I'll put it that way. No diss to anyone else, but that was a good gift for us. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> straight up. I was really pumped about that. But, uh, you know, I, that's enough of me blabbing. I'm going to kick it on over to Brad. So, uh
2: breaking news breaking news that is not Brad news. <laughs> Brad can wait yeah hey, Adam, said you
1: that, might as well uh, talk about the other interview you did you know yeah go ahead
2: Adam oh Mr. Conor Michael let me tell you something you're talking about I was I was actually nervous I don't get nervous much about wrestling stuff but you know he's he's I've seen his resume and if y'all ever have a minute to go look his stuff up on Twitter he's been everywhere he's done everything and I was sitting there thinking, man, this is a big time guy. I'm sitting there about to interview this fella. And one of his first words to me were, I'm surprised. I I'm just glad somebody wants me on their podcast. It's just, it's amazing to me. And I'm sitting there thinking, dude, you're a you're a star in the wrestling business. I mean, it's he flipped it on me, it caught me off guard, and broke the ice. And ever since he said that, it was it was amazing. And it felt like I swear it felt like twenty minutes. And I looked down at my, at my clock, and it was an hour. And he had done been working all day long. He fried his cell phone, so he didn't even have a, a cell phone. So he was doing everything from a laptop at church. Um, couldn't even get into his um, Zoom stuff because he had to do like a two uh, a two authorization deal, and it would send it to his phone, so he couldn't get. The second authorization, because his phone was dead on Friday. You know
3: that program, all of us, <laughs> okay?
2: <laughs> so, um, <laughs> we started like two hours later recording, but man, it was, you talking about somebody that's easy to talk to, and a world of knowledge, and his story, he, he touched a little bit on the story about his brother, which I had no idea about, and uh, that, that touched me, because that was, I understand completely but um oh man just awesome guy and he he said anytime any y'all see him out and about if uh in huntsville my you know in june he yeah, said to yeah. tell you guys make sure to find him take pictures autograph whatever you want he's got time all day for you
3: yeah honestly guys we might i know we have top guy weekend stuff that weekend but we might have to make some time for that uh, event hey, dude there of-
1: is a new south show in huntsville that yeah, friday
3: we might or have is to it
1: Thursday? Break. I think it's that Thursday.
3: We might have to make some adjustments for that event. Is it for unless, unless it's included, which we don't right. know yet, of course. We won't know until about a week before.
1: Right. <laughs> That's the beauty of it all. <laughs> Shout out at free shows, huh? Top Gun weekend, part Trey.
3: Am I allowed to talk now, Adam?
2: Let's um, kick it out to Brad. <laughs> all right, so Rant
3: and Stan's been off a couple weeks, but today he is back. So... Let's talk about the wife first. Just some funny things that she likes to do when we're watching TV. We're watching this new show called Shrinking. It's on Apple uh, Apple TV Plus. And it uh, actually has uh, Jason Segel in it from How I Met Your Mother, if you remember him. And it has Harrison Ford in it. Harrison Ford, she says, man, he looks old. And I said, "Hun," So I started doing a little Googling. First off, she says that about everybody. Everybody looks old. Guess what? He is old. He's 80 years old. And guess what? He doesn't look freaking old at all. He looks like he's 60 years old. He looks tremendous. She goes, well, I'm remembering ni- 1979. Yeah. He doesn't look the same as that. I'm sorry. My cat got in the picture here. Um, so I just she does that all the time. Man, he looks, he has not aged well, she says. Not aged well. He's 80. He's upright. He's still in TV. He looks great. I mean, I don't know. It's just that, well, I guess, that old way of thinking. All right, second thing she does. We watched another show. I'm not going to spoil the ending and say what it was. We've been watching it for about five years, and the season, the series finale just happened. About three minutes into the series finale, she made me realize that the person they were showing was the daughter of someone in the future. Thanks a lot, okay? Thanks a lot. It's like giving away the sixth sense. Yes, he was a ghost. If you would have told me that in the beginning, the show had the movie has a completely different feel now. That's exactly what she did. I'm like, oh, okay, the big reveal, hon. The big reveal. Oh, guess what? We already know. Smarty pants. We already know Smarty Pants. Like, why do we even watch it? Why do we even watch it? Why don't we just Hey-o. you know what? Three minutes in, we could have been done. Just like by Saturday night, huh? Hey oh. So that's uh that's it for her. Somebody even say though, three
2: minutes? Uh,
3: I, you know, I'm probably doing it twice, right? So and what's with these giant water jugs, right? So these people are come walking around with like, <laughs> like the water coolers in their hand, and, and it, it's it's a lifetime supply of water. It is the most obnoxious thing I've ever seen. Just drink a bottle of water. Drink six of them. Spread them out throughout the day. Stop bringing this thing around in your little sweatsuit or your little outfit. And not, uh, enough of it already. It's uh, terribly obnoxious. Imagine the backwash. <laughs> imagine the backwash. You and know imagine. What I'm saying? And, I mean, how am I, how often are you taking a leak in, with this thing? You know, <laughs> Tom Brady. All right. So if you've seen on Twitter, if you've seen on uh, Instagram everywhere lately, there are bullshit articles out there that Tom Brady is going to take a year to win back Giselle. Guess who's not saying that? Tom Brady, OK, if Tom Brady wants to win back Giselle, he's not going to tell Twitter first. OK, OK, let's let the Twitter universe first. I'm all in with my wife. No, he's going to call the mother of his children on the phone and say, Han, can we work this out? And he's not going to tell Twitter shit. He's not working anything out. And if he does, he's not telling us penis size. OK, so erect penises, erect penises. This is an article I read are up 26 percent in the last 30 years. <laughs> no, false. Okay. If you <laughs> three quarters of the article down we are not sure where these studies come from i'll tell you where they come from you're sending a questionnaire to a bunch of jack offs that are adding two inches to the penis <laughs> there's not a bunch of guys in line at the at the freaking local clinic with erect penises and they're getting a measuring stick out and measuring every one of them it's not happening. And by the way, everybody knows the gray sweatpants thing. If honest to God, if you're wearing, wearing gray sweatpants to the gym and you're a dude, we know what you're doing. And now it's even, they've taken it a step further. They're rolling them up. Okay. All the way to like a like a, like a foot above their knee. Almost. And they're, rolling, they're rolling up their shorts and their sweatpants. And they're like really emphasizing what's going on out there. Dude, we got it. You got a penis. Everyone's <laughs> looking. And finally, there are no direct flights from Philadelphia to Alabama. There are no direct flights from Philadelphia to Alabama or Alabama to Philadelphia.
2: We don't like your con down here.
3: If you want to go to Alabama, damn it, you're going to
2: Atlanta first. And that's the way it is. Back to you, James. Atlanta preps you for what bullshit you're about to step into when you come to Alabama.
1: Long the way from
4: home, ain't you, boy? Yeah.
2: <laughs> you're <laughs> no from doubt. around these parts here, are you? You talk funny. Uh
4: Rant and sent and hitting five different topics there. That might be a record. Well, they're for two weeks in a row. Couldn't do it last week.
2: Oh, I, got, I got one in the chamber right now. I'm just debating on if I want to let it out or not.
3: Oh, oh, oh what a tease. Huh? <laughs> number, you know what? Just let it out. That's number six, Devin. I'm done.
2: <sighs> <laughs> it's, it's not going to be nice. oh Oh, okay. Then don't say it. So, yeah, so,
1: we're so
2: cordial. <laughs> this, this goes back to the whole cousin-girlfriend thing, you know, the other one I don't like being around.
3: Okay. <laughs> I know. I don't like my cousin as my girlfriend either. <laughs>
2: so um, he's he's been, you know, I got a little roof problem here, whatever. So I, I'm not the roof and home, in, home improvement type guy. I'm more of a car guy. So um, he does the more home improvement type stuff. So he's doing my roof for me. And um, he's been putting off, putting off, putting off. And finally, he gets his ass over here to get it done. And first, he brings his boy over here, which his boy's bigger. Than... His boy's like 13 and probably about as tall as James. He's a he, he, he tall boy. a big old boy. Big kid. Big kid. And He's on my roof with my cousin with shingles. And I'm just like, wait a minute, what are you doing? That, that was strike one got me. But today I get off work to. Well, I didn't get. Off, I'm sorry. I took my lunch break today because he said, "Hey man, I'm at the house. I'm about three quarter way done. Come see the progress." Okay, good deal. On my way to the house, I pull up down the driveway, and lo and behold, this bitch is on my roof. This woman that I just do <laughs> not want around my house or anywhere in the vicinity of me, on top. I mean, just perched up for the whole neighborhood to see at the very crown of my house. There her fat ass is just sitting there. Just if you're gonna be up there where everybody can see you, at least wear a shirt to cover yourself up. Let's go, folks. I'm Nobody in. wants to see it. Oh I wanna see it. No, you don't. I do.
3: Now I have to. No, you don't. true. <laughs> <laughs> no.
2: Imagine Sorensen in a bikini.
3: Oh now I'm now I
1: am. Yeah. No. <laughs> That's three straight episodes, man. Can we fucking knock it off
0: with this? <laughs> so Love I'm excited
1: Sorenson. about
2: seeing the progress of my roof. He's, you know, got all the shingles done. I don't see the shingles and all the progress. That's the first thing I see is her. Like she's, like she's king dangling on my dick on my house. I'm just like, oh, this shit ain't happening today, buddy. Nope. So she's on top of your roof with no shirt on? No, she's got a shirt on. She just didn't have enough shirt on. <laughs> Who's she wearing a medium. She should have had an extra large. She's wearing a Smedium.
3: Uh, okay. Something she, I would wear.
2: And she's dropping shingles down to my cousin so he can, you know, nail them in and whatnot. And she's got a phone in one hand and shingles in the other. And I'm just sitting there like, why are you sitting on my house like you own the place? I mean, it's bad enough. You look like you're sitting on a rooster hen house or whatever. I can't and wait big to get to Alabama. Chicken on top.
3: <laughs> I can't wait to get to Alabama. I'm going to take the two flights and I'm going to get there. <laughs>
2: No, <laughs> we'll be you in know
3: you we'll be sitting it up. Yeah.
2: So they got that, that ruined right. my day. I mean, I was looking forward to the interviews and you know the podcast, everything going on next weekend, and she flat ruined it. Ruined <laughs> it. Ruined it. Ruined it. Ruined it.
3: I love you, man.
1: You're the best. Ruined it. You've talked about her twice, and they've been great ones. <laughs>
4: Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess while Adams over there gagging,
1: <laughs> kick it on over to you, Devin.
4: <laughs> All right, so the elephant in the room, our buddy Mike's ha, not here. Elephant in the room. <laughs> <laughs> was not intended. Elephant on the room. But, uh Mike Whitaker, our buddy, he's not with us today. You know why? Who? Because his wife Christine and Jackie just got married what congratulations his his wife? Wife. <laughs> who's it, not
0: with us
1: who's
4: his wife? sister christine you, you said, said, his you wife, said christine. wife instead of sister uh well <laughs> congratulations <laughs> not it's you. the south
2: it's, congratulations. Okay, there you go. it's the south it's all the same
3: oh man you fucked that up didn't you <laughs>
2: <Hey>. <laughs> Mike wanted congratulations. Oh, uh, hell, Mike ain't <laughs> Yeah, Damn, Mike ain't
3: here. So, Mike's wife married a sister.
4: Okay. <laughs> oh, no. All right. going uh,
2: well, gone re-married. for a wedding. Congratulations
4: to the two getting married from the kickout crew. All right. right
0: Second,
2: right, right. Nitro Pepsi. <laughs> I'd rather hear uh, I'd rather hear about the cousins getting married. Other than
4: that, not I'm for coke just for this reason, no, stop that, Brad. That's bad. <laughs> Don't do that. Brian's gonna be upset with you. Uh, okay. All right. Adam, that was a fantastic interview the other day. That was awesome. With Carmen Michael, I enjoyed every second of it. You did amazing, and I honestly I can't wait for your interview
2: with Hunter Drake. The, He's part of the, heartbreak the I mean, all I do is sit back and just let him just do his thing, man. He's just, he's a natural talker, and it it just worked out perfect. I mean, I I can't, I couldn't ask for nothing better.
4: It did, it flowed very well. It was awesome. uh, Yeah, I'm excited for the Hunter Drake interview. I really am. Now to my topic. Mike last week gave this idea of cockamania. He gave yeah. us a superstar of current day, and we had to match them up with a dream opponent that can oh. never happen. We're doing this again, huh? <laughs> okay. But the twist, <laughs> since today's topic is going to... Uh, well, you already know by clicking on the video. Today's topic is going to be all about women's wrestling. So I thought, let's use women. Because last week, it was all about men's superstars. So yeah. who would you guys like to see matchup against Piper Niven? Formerly known Is it from 1971?
3: Or are we doing one like <laughs> for the future? Just
4: any dream, any dream match you want to.
3: <laughs> Had to. Uh, All right. Piper Niven, huh? Man, it's tough. Uh, Medusa. You know? <laughs> you know,
1: if she Piper's a heel, assuming that she would be a heel, then I would like to see Medusa.
3: You know it's funny. I was thinking, um, if Piper is a heel, I would like to see her against Wendy Richter. There you go. As the baby face, as the lovable baby face that Muda almost destroyed. <laughs> Not Muda, Mula, Muda. Harley <laughs> knew her. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> the Woo. great Muda. The great Mula. The great Muda. <laughs> Here we go. Coke for all. What got an Adam? Adam, are you, are you, Adam who's the Did you go to the bathroom and not years. know
4: what it was?
2: Somebody said Coke.
4: Who would be your dream opponent for Dewdrop? Piper Niven?
2: Coke and Pepsi. Oh, I want Coke now. Somebody said the magic word. I'm oh, sorry, it's Rich Man's Drug. Sorry, just bad habits. <laughs> um, I'm just glad you got a name bag. I'm mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean it was an act of Congress to get her name. I mean,
4: what
3: uh, you love
2: Wendy, who, can you, who can be any better than Wendy Richter?
4: Uh, yeah. There we go. Wendy Richter. She Jake the
2: Snake's to... sister. What was her name? Um Rockin' Robin. All right. That'd be good. One.
4: Yeah, that's a great pick. Mine was Lita. She recently came back, but I don't see her doing too much. Well, with, what? No,
2: talent. no, I changed mine. I changed mine. Luna. Luna Pachon. Who
4: am I rooting for on that? <laughs> All right. Who would you
2: choose? Whoever gets naked first. Oh, man. Who <laughs> would you choose to go
4: one-on-one with the TBS champion, Jake Cargill? Me. Ultimate Warrior.
3: <sighs> so, you know, the obvious answer <laughs> that everybody would probably say is China. But yeah. that's not that's not the way that works because you got have to have someone go up against a monster, right? So let's let's talk about someone small. That I mean, someone completely opposite. Let's There's go. only one
2: answer. There's one answer. All
3: right, go ahead, Adam. Ivory. Building it because I don't even know it. What? Ivory. Ivory. I, She's I the only like one answer. with
2: enough in ring experience and the one that's believable enough to beat her. Or Victoria? Maybe Victoria. <laughs> okay, <here we>
3: go <laughs> and let the games begin. Hey, Victoria. So I want, you got to go with someone small. So I I want to go with current day and like an underdog uh, sort of match from Alexa Bliss. Shout out, Mike Whitaker. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was actually thinking you need somebody that's going to be able to sell and do like good shit. So I was actually going to go Mickey James. Yeah. Oh. that's a Jade is, you know, still green as money. Yeah. You know? So I would definitely, you got to have somebody skilled.
3: You can do that great DDT.
0: First person that came to my mind go ahead.
4: Go ahead. was Jackie. Like Jacqueline or Miss Jackie? Uh Miss Jackie.
3: Okay.
2: Good answer.
4: She's the one who was the APA's manager, right? I love Jacqueline. Miss Jackie.
2: Whatever. <laughs> yeah.
4: I think she I think it'd be a great matchup. This game just keeps on giving. <laughs> All right. Who would you go up against Soraya.
1: Bull Kano. I just had to get Bull Nicano in there somehow. Underrated. That'd be a good one, actually. Yeah.
3: So the thing about Soraya, she's faced a lot of people we know. Uh, A lot of people in the WWE, at least. I don't know. Where'd Adam go to the bathroom to think about it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sold on Soraya right now, uh, yet. But if I had to pick someone, I'm going to go with Mae Young.
1: Whoa. Nice.
0: <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh. so I was actually.
3: Lines? I don't. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't he have an answer. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. My hey, pick. You know,
1: at least Soraya's got two movies out about her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad nobody made that joke because, you know, it's, it's a new day.
0: <laughs>
1: yes,
3: it
0: is. <laughs> Oh,
3: huh. there's a lot of consequences in that uh, creed that you just said there, huh? <laughs> you could say yeah. both of them were smashes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh Man, boy! <laughs> end
3: of the show, we're always just kidding with you, honey. Yeah,
4: My legendary has, matchup she's, she's for Sera? Maybe that'd be cool. My legendary matchup is Beth Phoenix for her. Like well powerhouse versus technically sound. And nice then to think
3: of all this stuff ahead of time, isn't it, Devin?
4: <laughs> <laughs> the last, yeah, exactly. Mike, yeah, I easier, wish you and Mike sh- with your two I hours. I should have done it when Mike was on, <laughs> to be honest, but because he's the one always getting me with this question. Yeah, I really appreciate the segment coming back. I do. All, all right. right. <laughs> and the final contestant that I would ask you guys for who would you like to see in the dream match is the person we are covering today, Kenzie Page.
1: Good question. I like what you did there, Devin.
4: Yeah. (laughs) I can I can start by giving you guys mine. Yeah. To give you guys some time. Honestly, I thought Mickey James, someone you said a little bit ago. But I just think that she's one of the the generation that's passing, she's one of the most technically sound in-ring wrestlers. That there is, male or female. So I think that she'd go great up against Kenzie Page, who we've seen her action against male and female competitors.
3: So my answer, probably it might she might have already faced her, uh, but I don't know if she did or not. I'm going to go with Masha Slamovich. Ooh. Kind of like a, a no-holds-barred kind of match like she had with Ali Catch on um, Impact a few months ago. I can see her getting into a match like that. It seems like right in her wheelhouse.
4: Yeah, I could see that in the future.
3: <laughs> like that might actually be next week's impact we don't know <laughs> china. Thanks, uh, thanks adam got china
1: <laughs> my pick china
0: all right
4: i like that
3: well i like it too because she's facing men in all these matches and china is about the most believable person or believable female wrestler to face men ever right yeah, yeah. So why not
4: i, I like it Jane, all right cool great that answer. was a fun uh yeah, it was, it was a fun tremendous. topic. I loved doing it again. Loved it. I just wanted to shout out to our buddy Mike by doing that shout topic. Out. Adam sent you back. Give us your last Shut one, up. last contestant <laughs> in this. Sorry,
2: baby mama called, my man. Who
4: yeah. would be your dream opponent for the person who is our topic today, Miss Kenzie Page?
2: Hmm. <laughs> Current or all time?
3: Yep, anything <laughs> you want. Oh, wow. Put me on the spot. Um, no, actually, it's been 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Thunder Rosa. All right. Ah,
4: there you That's go. That's a great one. I like that one. All right. That was fun. Back to
1: you. Somebody James. with
2: some experience.
1: Can't wait for her to return. Uh, gonna be pretty spicy <laughs> if uh, some rumors are true. That's all I gotta say.
2: That's one way to put it.
1: Heard that. Well, <laughs> I guess. uh So yeah, are we just going to it because uh, what sure. are we talking about? I guess we're talking about Kenzie Page. Yeah.
3: Oh, I forgot that line. Yeah. I forgot that part of the outline, James. Yeah. So what's today's agenda, Brad? Oh, I'm sorry, guys. Uh, so <laughs> we're gonna talk because of the New South partnership with the Kickout Crew. We are gonna talk about the New South champion, Kenzie Page. Both matches today will be, as we like to say, Kenzie centric. Oh. Bam, bam, bam,
0: bam, bam.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: I like it. So, I mean, uh, what better way to start than maybe a little tag team action so we can just get to know her real quick. You know what I'm saying? And uh we picked a... We, <laughs> a great match was picked by I think this is Adam, right? They're all Adam all the time. Fuck yeah, no Brad this episode. Fuck yeah. Uh, <laughs> Adam picked a great one and it is Petty in Pink versus Wasted Generation is for the New South Tag Team title. It is uh, from New South Action Clash number 46. It took place, well, it aired or took place, not
2: really sure, July 17th. It took place in Gadsden, Alabama, because I was at the show.
0: Home of Alabama. 210 at the
1: tracks. (laughs) 210 at the tracks in Gadsden, Alabama. And the match length was eleven minutes, but hey, how did we get there?
3: Someone,
2: well, I, I drove. I don't know about y'all,
3: <laughs> but I mean, uh, uh, let's face it, the My to, daughter,
2: uh, my daughter, actually uh, wearing this hat in the in the show too. When towards the end, when somebody cuts the corner, she, my daughter's yelling at a certain somebody, and she's wearing this hat. So this hat's popular.
3: Dude, what are you doing? This hat's
0: popular. <laughs>
2: look out for the
3: hat. I mean, what the hell, Adam? You give me a little bit of juice and you give it away anyway. No, I'm talking about the hat. You're not talking about the hat.
2: You got to look for my daughter in the hat. I don't what? care what you got to talk about. Talking, it about all over it. talking about my kid. My baby. Shout out. My baby. <laughs> uh, I, I
3: didn't put builds in this one uh, in the next one because it's a little difficult with independent wrestling for sure that's all i i don't i don't i, I, I can't do that to Devin. <laughs> like last week uh he I had appreciate that and that was it <laughs> wow i, I mean I, I probably could
2: have found out if you had asked me yeah but i didn't i see I, I, had, I had you doing something else i'm just in the process of doing a couple of things
1: <laughs>
2: yeah and with no pants on hey oh. Anyway, I guess I'll just get to it. Uh, yeah. so, <laughs> she
3: did. Petty and Pink, Kenzie Page and Dylan McQueen versus uh, Wasted Generation, who is uh, Braden, Braden Toon and yep. Sean Campbell. Do so I got that right? Yes, sir. Fantastic, because it took me a little bit. But, Adam, tell me about these tag teams.
2: Oh, now you asked me to talk about it. Okay. You know what? You know what? I see. Okay. <laughs> well, since I was on site and got to see everything, um, so good tight teams. Back to you, Brad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Even
2: it was when a Mike's point. not here, sometimes it just
1: feels like he is.
0: <laughs> Great.
2: Now Braden Toon, he's um he's been in the Haas tournament and he was in the show that we just watched, the New South versus um GCW. He was in the group uh like six on six type deal, and he showed out, man. He he's a bigger guy, but he's super athletic and he has a bright future. Um, tag team partner. I I don't know him very well. He's still very 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 young, and of course, Kenzie Page. You know what she's doing now. She's running rough shot with the Gold New South Pro Wrestling Championship, and Dylan McQueen has probably gained forty pounds of muscle and been to AEW, the um, the Nightmare Factory. He, he's been he's been doing this thing, man, and he will be back for the horse tournament after he declared he will not be back to New South Wrestling. He made a special request just so he could be in a tournament to face um, Kenzie Page's little sister, Kylie Alexa.
3: I would really like to talk to him someday, too. He seems like an interesting guy for sure. So
2: He's he's one of a kind. I promise you that.
3: (laughs) And I definitely want to ask him about a match that we decided not to cover. Yeah. Boy, howdy. (laughs) So, Petty and Pink with two quick tags. Quick tag after quick tag, Devin. How familiar did they seem with each other to you?
4: Oh, extremely familiar. Like they see, they had tag team chemistry amazingly. They look like they've been wrestling together for 20 years. Was really something, wasn't it?
3: Suicide dive out of the ring by Petty and Pink. Kenzie goes for the pin, but the legal man was not in the ring. So the ref didn't count. James, did this seem awkward to you or like it was like do you think this was a work or shoot?
1: It, it felt like a good catch. Like yeah. it, I don't know if that was the spot which hey, you know, we don't know the magic but it felt like a really like a uh, uh, like a live reaction like, you know, he caught it. Like that's a good official, you know, shout out.
3: He's like, "I'm not counting." It's yeah. <laughs> not you, right?
1: Yeah, like that I like was a good a catch lot. like mentally, you know.
3: Just really got my attention. Distraction on the outside from a nice-looking female Causes Wasted Generation to double-team. Adam, who was this special female that was causing the distraction right. on the
2: outside? She comes out with Wasted Generation, and she's with the blonde hair guy that was out there. And I can't remember his name to save my life, but there are a couple. And um, I was asking "Their name. Rosanna.
3: Later. Her name is Rosanna. That's it. Okay. Meet you all the way.
2: My daughter probably made up a couple of words to say to that girl
3: Hey-o.
2: <laughs> that night.
3: So Campbell and Kenzie uh, has a slap-off here. Campbell gets control. Uh, tags in. Uh, Brayden Tune. Kenzie on the receiving end. Quick tags by wasted generation. Devin, is this old school wrestling here at its best?
4: Oh, absolutely. These two are just picking apart the smaller opponent, doing exactly what heel wrestlers should: keeping her on their side of the ring, doing double team moves, and just being overall dirty and good, clean, like not clean, and good technical wrestlers.
3: I agree completely, James. How's the crowd though? Uh well. This part, early.
1: I wouldn't say flat, but uh, anticipatory. I like that word. Is that a good <laughs> word? <laughs>
3: a great word. <laughs> great word.
2: Sean I Christopher. Think... Sean Christopher is the blonde hair guy out, out there with her.
3: Hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me a I, I
2: can't remember the word.
3: <laughs> oh, <laughs> anticipatory. anticipatory?
4: Anticipatory. Word Moonsault. of the day.
3: <laughs> Moonsault by Sean Campbell. To page kick out. Kenzie Page can't get to the corner. Sean Campbell working her. She then gets to the corner, but the ref doesn't see it. Falcon Arrow. Yeah, I said Falcon Arrow. I don't know if I'm right or not, but that's what we called in the WWE. From tune to page. Good
2: wrestling storytelling here, Adam. Yeah, because I mean it's just the whole match in general from start to end. Just it it was actually a great night in general. Even though there's a uh, a top guy there that we didn't that we didn't even talk about.
0: And what well, top guy is
2: that? Oh, it was actually uh Press Vance was there that night. Oh okay. I got to see him without his mask, and he's a nice looking fellow. Well, he's around now without a mask. Yeah, but I seen him <laughs> beforehand. I have seen him before he lost the mask.
3: Well, I saw him before he lost the mask too on Rose to the Top or on Roads to the Top. That's right. He's good friends with Cody Rhodes, so you're you're not giving me nothing here. Hey, I...
2: Shout out to that announcement,
1: you know, like. They had the roads to the top, then that kind of you know got x naed when uh, the departure happened? And uh, now, he lost, hey. a, he
3: lost a lot with that departure. I'm going to tell you that he lost a lot. And well, then
1: he's like, hey, we're going to do another reality TV show. Like, and yeah,
2: they give uh. him all to his wife.
3: <laughs> so I'm going to ask you real quick, Adam, before um I, I move on here. Now these guys do not get their training from New South because they're all trained before they get there. But
2: is there continued training at New South? they, they do. Um. Uh, what you call it? where they they have guys come in, and you pay. Seminars? Yeah, so they do like certain different seminars. Um, I know Cabana Man's actually done one or two of the seminars for him. He helps them out a lot in the ring. So um they do a little bit beforehand, after after show, before show. Um, they don't have what you say a training school or whatnot, but they they got guys in there that really like to help out because David Richards was there a lot, and like in the interview, um there's a certain United States champion in WWE that
3: was started in New South Wales wrestling. Yeah. Can we John name Cena? I mean, why are you, what is the tease here? Can you say his name? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I'm on a blank as well. Austin theory. theory. Yeah. Austin yeah, theory. That's it. Oh,
3: so, uh, real quick. Uh, going back to you one more time, because we, if you didn't listen to Adam's interview, there are two seminars that are going to be for $40. Who are those two seminars at the can new you, South, Richard? at the new South weekend that we are sponsoring?
2: Davey Richards and Martin Stone. Martin Stone is who? Which was uh, Danny Birch in NXT, which I've met one time. You talking about a nice, super nice guy. And when he, I shook his hand, I thought my hand broke.
3: Perfect. Thank you I so mean, much just, for that, Adam. Just in case you guys didn't hear the interview, which we obviously recommend you go back and listen
2: to. Well, just, you know, just, you know, little droplets of the interview. If you remember him saying something about they picked somebody to be in the match the next night.
3: Gotcha. So if you think this sounds like a commercial, it just might be. <laughs> Stay tuned.
1: That is a uh, house <laughs> tournament.
2: <laughs> well, you might know somebody that might end up in the ring that that.
3: Coming out this weekend. Oh, boy. Hey, wait. No, I can't. Right. <laughs> Page throws Tune off the top rope, trying to get into the corner, makes the tag. Hot tag work by Brayden. Tune tune from McQueen. Um, um, I'm sorry. There was a slingboard flatliner off the top of Page. From the top of her shoulders to Campbell from McQueen. Do you remember this move, Devin? I don't know if I said it exactly right. I'm sorry. I kind of like kept going back and writing notes on top of it because it was so impressive. Did you think that was the move of the night so far?
4: Oh, it was very impressive when Kenzie was holding up the other wrestler by his legs. Yeah. And McQueen came and jumped off the middle turn or like the middle rope, came back with like a kind of like a backwards bulldog. It was very impressive.
3: Just great chemistry all around. They said the
4: electric chair position.
1: When uh, you know,
3: yes. had him up,
1: yeah, and then he uh, you know, did the one foot on the rope. That was, it, I liked it, I thought that was that really, was really very, awesome.
3: Very good wrestling up to this and You point. got
1: it, like they called it springboard flatliners, though. You nailed it.
3: <laughs> Kick to McQueen from Braden Toon, cut her off the top rope from Toon to McQueen into a cover. A lot of double team McQueen drops Campbell back, uh, back and neck onto the apron. Looked great, actually. Diving flip out of the ring by McQueen, out of the ring onto the competitors. Page moonsaults off the top on the outside. Big spots. The crowd's now fired up, right, James? How are the announcers doing though?
1: Well, I think uh, actually they're selling it pretty good. I, uh, I, how was I going to put this? The the emotion that they would drive into some moments, I thought was really really well done. Like it kind of you know it made you pay attention to like oh shit you know because and it helped hype you up also you know crowd at home and crowd live like now the anticipatory actions are paying off
3: so all right um sorry for one second guys i just wanted to get to one of the devin's things here devin sends me notes the day of right about five minutes before we record today though today 4 15 i mean things are getting crazy so devin how do you feel about the men from Wasted Generation gaining heat on Kenzie Page before the end of this match?
4: Uh, Well, you kind of asked me this question a little earlier. It was, uh, I, did? I actually, I, yeah, I really liked it. She was a smaller competitor. Wasted Generation was doing great cutting off the turnbuck or cutting off their side of the ring and really putting it on Kenzie Page. I thought it was the smart thing to do if you're in a realistic tag team match against a six foot five, Dylan McQueen and Kenzie Page, you're going to try to put the heat on Kenzie Page. So I thought it was well done. Another distraction from Rosanna.
3: Uh, I'm in, by the way, on her. Um, Campbell runs into uh, into her and cut her combo by Page and McQueen to Campbell. Now we have a rep distraction. Petty and Pink. Uh, and so they have a rep distraction and then there's a three count. Petty and Pink wins. It was really quick. And then... They think switch then, arms in the count too? Yeah, and then the announcer yeah, sort of says the out. shoulders the shoulders up. So you have Rosanna pleading, Adam no something no, no doubt something was brewing here because we had 7 minutes left on my YouTube. Um <laughs> can you explain what happened here because I th- thought it got a little confusing?
2: Uh so what happened was um during the 3 count, West of generation actually planted a chain on either Dylan or Kenzie. I can't remember exactly who exactly which one it was. But when you see the referee knelt down towards Waste Generation, they were telling him, "They she used a weapon. They she used a weapon," and that's when that they walked McQueen. to him. And that's when she he the referee pulled the chain out, like, "Wait a minute, where did this come from? Why oh, you got this weapon?" And that's when he reversed the decision. Okay, so Waste of Generation was
3: uh, just so everybody at home knows they're the champs. Yes. Okay, so basically the referee took the word of it that, <laughs> that these they use these weapons to win. And uh, they they kept them as champs, and that's why they gave them the win. So it was a little bit convoluted, but that's what uh, these matches are all about. So the win went to wasted generation uh, because of the overturn. So even though Petty and Pink got the pin, they called it off. So Dylan McQueen, then the big heel turn. Kicks Kenzie Page. James, were you surprised by this?
1: That son of a – I will say that's a bold move to be making and you know – Gadsden, Alabama. <laughs> you oh know
2: boy, you talking about that crowd turning fast? Boy,
1: howdy, it's very, very noticeable when uh, when he hits it, that first little uh, whatever you call that, Uh
2: little, like a, a knee or a running knee or something. Yeah,
1: yeah, boy, because it was a, it was a little deafening. Like, whoa, everybody got quiet, and then it's like, oh, you're in you're in the dirty, dirty south, <laughs> and you just go you know, turn your back on, lady. Well, was, yeah, you could feel it.
3: So I want to go back to what happened in the interview now uh, a little bit and try to understand this story. What year exactly was this again, James? The date of this, this, this show? Uh, 2021. We'll just go with that. July 2021. As long as we have an idea there. Now, Adam, when July you, were 17, t- eight, 2021. you were talking to Carmen Michael, he was saying that he kind of played this up that McQueen was hurt because of what happened with Kenzie Page and her sister. Now, was that before or after this?
2: This was after this. So that happens. Kenzie's sister wasn't a part of it yet.
3: Okay, so this happened. So he turned on her before she turned on him. Mm
2: -hmm. So why is he? So why is he upset? He was a dick to her before. Well, she became. I believe it was when she became champion, and she kind of brainwashed the sister. Because I think him and the sister were pretty good friends. And I think what it is is Kenzie turned the sister on (laughs) Dylan, and that's what really hurt him. So I want to, I'm putting you on the spot a
3: little bit. If you don't know, it's fine. I don't think anybody at home's going to blame you. When did they get back together before they turned on him again?
2: I don't know the exact date. Yeah,
0: because that's a lot of back
2: and, that is definitely
3: a lot of back and forth, right?
0: Yeah.
3: Okay. I, I'm just making sure I had it right here. I'm like, there's not that many years
2: here because <laughs> New South's only been around since 2015, right? Yeah, he turned on her. Then I think he was friends with the sister. Then they kind of made up. And then... She got the sister to turn on him. So,
3: all right. So he is beating the living piss out of her. That's what I said. That's what I wrote. Oh, yeah.
2: He's laying it in. I promise you he was.
3: He runs her into these chairs on the outside. It's brutal looking. Oh, man. Yeah. (laughs) uh, We were literally right
2: beside him when it happened. We were like three people over.
1: There's this old dude standing up fucking pissed. (laughs) And then, like, they do that slam thing into the chairs. And that looked pretty fucking painful.
4: But. After he slams her into the chairs, this, this older woman grabs her son's hand and walks right out
1: <laughs> yeah. by the
2: rink. Like, she's all pissed heat, off walking is out. Good. This is good old-fashioned heat, dude. So this is where my daughter jumps in, right when he oh, does I that. I going to say it! Damn it, play <laughs> it. Adam, did I see your daughter? No I, no, I saw her. You didn't.
3: I did see her, because you told me ahead of time to look for her. What was she wearing? What was the point of this?
0: What I don't remember wearing?
3: I don't know. I don't. I, I would never check out your daughter like a that. Hat, what
0: what hat, hat was she
3: wearing? Jesus, you gotta. You should be. You know. You know, pal. What hat was she wearing? Uh, a kickout professional
1: podcast a crew.
3: A kickout crew hat. The one you're wearing now, Adam, can, and no one at home could see it if they're on audio.
2: How do you know uh, they're at home? What? They, they might be at work. How do you know they're at home? I, I don't know what
4: happened.
3: It here. could be in the car. They could be on vacation, they could be at a
2: wedding. There All could be- right. So Ooh. we have
3: Dump Sanders out there. Now, Dump Sanders is the general manager. What is his real position uh in New South, Adam? Co owner. Co owner? Yeah, yeah. He does a, a lot of the, he's a character the book in for there. sure. A very character for sure. There was another match you made me watch that he had an end he made an ending uh decision to that I would like to talk to him one day about. Uh that's just for me. Thanks for letting me watch that. Um so McQueen's monologuing and then uh he steps on her stomach and leaves.
2: <laughs> oh,
3: man, what are you do? you skipping over everything. Go ahead, bud. I had a lot of
1: post-match notes, man. Go ahead.
3: Go ahead. I'm, I'm listening. So, uh,
1: <laughs> I will say, when Dylan gets a chair from under the ring, you will see one guy clapping and jeering when he, like, throws it over the ropes. There's one guy like, yeah! <laughs> losing his shit. I was like, boy, you're... You're in a lonely island there, buddy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I did see that guy. Why well, was he so happy?
1: Move, you know, that crowd's reacting opposite of you. <laughs> and then uh when uh, I like when he's uh kind of like half stepping on that chair thing, man, cuz that had me kind of I was like cuz you know, the pros, well, you know, professional like on TV all the time wrestlers really don't do that and it's really hard to pull off. So I was like this dude's gonna kill it uh, he's a straight-up killer you know because he has his foot on that uh and i thought he was gonna smash it but he does i like what he says uh go to the merch table and buy a video shirt because it's gonna be a collector's item you know i love that oh i thought that was awesome the,
2: the funny thing is at the end of the show he got a ladder he got like an eight-foot ladder and sat on the very top of it and was yelling at everybody after the show come get your T-shirts now because you ain't going to see that shit again. He was, he was going yeah. to hell he did after say the it. last match. It was so great.
1: <laughs> I thought it was awesome when he said that. Yeah. And then when he goes to uh, do that, uh, the, like he fakes the chair saw, hit your stomach. I was like, whoa, shit. You know? And then like the whole crowd, like got to believe that he was actually going to fucking smash on the, you know, chair legs. And, ah, I liked that. I thought that was good stuff.
3: What'd you think, Devin?
4: Yeah, I, I agree. I really like the heat that he drew there. Um, that whole part when he had the chair around her neck, I uh, I had to rewind it and keep watch like watch it again because I thought he did stomp on her neck at first. I was like, wait a minute, rewind wait it a, couple, a minute. <laughs> yeah, went back, watched that whole part again. Uh, yeah, I think I think Dill McQueen and Kenzie Page they both have a lot of potential, a lot a lot of upside in their career. Especially when you look at the two now, they've gotten in even better condition than they are in this match. And I think, like Adam said, Dill McQueen put on like probably 40, 50 pounds of muscle. And I think these two are definitely two superstars to watch out for in the future.
3: It's actually hard to believe that that's the same. Um, Cause you look at her in these matches and look, and there's nothing wrong with the way she looks in these matches. We're not saying that at all, yeah. but she definitely had a transformation to now. If you see her in NWA and in new South, now um, major transformation.
2: And say, so here's the thing though, you know, Dylan McQueen come back to the tournament just for this whole big storyline we could see Dylan McQueen versus Kenzie Page again, which they actually had a match not too long after this, where the crowd got to bring weapons, oh. and they actually had like some kind of weapons match or some deal.
1: Only in Alabama, I saw that on YouTube. <laughs> I didn't watch it, and I was like, crowd brings weapons, like.
2: But if if McKenzie, if, if Kenzie Page finds a way to beat Cabana Man Dam, I don't see it happening. Well, but if, to,
3: Carmen Michael doesn't seem to think that Cabana Mandan has a chance, and he does think there's going to be a rematch between Kenzie Page and Dylan McQueen.
2: Because he knows how much how much of a how far she'll go, and who she'll use to win the title. Unreal. So but yeah, definitely listen. I, I, to- I see in new happening next weekend.
3: All right. Uh, that's all I got there. Um, I'm going to save the questions for after the next match, because they're they're related to Kenzie more than they are to the match. So, back to you, James.
1: Oh uh, hell yeah! Uh you know like that match. Uh, it's a good little intro into what we're kind of getting going with old Kenzie Page here, and uh, hope uh, y'all can check out some New South on uh, you know YouTube, and I know they're on IWTV and all that stuff. So you
4: know it's it's worth pro wrestling out. TV. Pro wrestling TV is where you can watch most of their. You know you're over uh, two with this, content. Devin. Are you
3: sure about that?
4: I'm positive. I watched it earlier this week. I was watching. It. <laughs> we love pro wrestling. <laughs> all right yeah. so you got it but yeah uh good shit really enjoyed it
1: uh good little peek into the crowd into the uh program nice knowing that we knew people at the crowd too that being said i guess it's time for adam so adam what you got this week
3: Well i do well time. adam you remember uh we kind of talked about uh some things
2: <laughs> yeah, no, and, and, and,
3: maybe james I mean, should go first
2: well, I can do I, well, I, can do, I can do mine as far as my topic, or James can do his topic. We can then intertwine them if you want okay, to. Okay,
0: perfect.
3: You know what I'm talking about then. Right.
2: Hey. We do not rehearse this, folks. I promise.
1: So, <laughs> me, I guess, huh?
2: Yeah, go ahead, bud. Unless you want me to go first.
1: It doesn't really matter. Well, one of you go. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, I got you. I got you. Uh, so, um, I'll even go back. The the story I'm about to dive into happened ten years ago, but it actually started a little bit before that. Um, the vehicle that I actually I had a bad car wreck ten years ago, and it's back when I was in active addiction. But the vehicle that I rent was the vehicle that I purchased from the car lot that my dad had before he passed away so that was the last vehicle he owned or was paying on and I was able to get the vehicle back like it was like six months down the road and they still had it and I was able to get it and I took care of that thing man I just, and just I'd left. I left was, I was still dating the kid's mom at the time and it was four in the morning I was on my way to work and I, it's about a 25-minute drive from where I was, where she where she lived. And I was, i no kidding, I was 50 yards from my job. And I dozed off at the wheel because I didn't get no sleep, you know, and plus I was on painkillers real bad back then. <laughs> and I dozed off, and I hit a ditch, and it kicked me upward. And when I kicked up, I hit three trees, and it knocked me back down. No seatbelt, no nothing. Walked out with a bruise on my arm. that's it, just bruise, you know, just a little bruise. And I remember that I remember that morning too, like it was like it was just here recently. you know I I was heartbroken about the truck, but I remember my first instinct, <laughs> and this is gonna sound like shit, and it, it's gonna sound so bad. And um this like I said this is ten years ago, I was a different person back them. The first thing I was worried about was, well, where's my stash? Where my pills going Because I don't want nobody to see them. I don't want nobody to find them and start throwing a bunch, of, you know, a bunch of questions and you know, start throwing accusations this, that and the other. So instead of anything else in the world I could be worried about, that was my first reaction. That's how bad it was. I was pretty bad. And if y'all would have met me back then, you probably wouldn't have liked me. I an asshole back then. But um. Not too long after that, I started sobering up, and it, and it finally started hit me to where that was my dad's vehicle, and it smashed, and I'll never get to drive it again. And um, it, it took that wreck and almost losing my life to get sobered up, and I've been sober ever since. Right after that. It was a blessing. I should not have walked away from that. I don't know how I walked away from that. Y'all saw the pictures. I mean the whole passenger top was smashed in completely. It was a Nissan X Terra. So those are decent sized SUVs. And it was compacted after it was all said and done.
3: I did not know that's what that car was. Wow.
2: Yeah. It was a big Nissan X Terra. Hmm. It was a good size SUV. And it was smashed down to like a little like a car. And if I'd had somebody with me, it would have killed them, no doubt. But um Luckily, I didn't have the kids with me. I didn't have the mom with me. I was by myself, thank goodness. But yeah, April. Matter of fact, that happened in February. That April first is when I got sober. Two months later, I remember that. So, ten year this this April, a couple of months from now, it'll be my ten year anniversary from painkillers and all that all that wonderful great stuff.
1: Yeah, a couple of weeks from now.
2: April Fool's Day. How about a how about a recovery day?
1: <laughs> hey, you always remember it. <laughs> you know.
2: That's how I remember it, honestly, because
0: it's <laughs> April Fool's Day.
3: That's WrestleMania this year. But anyway, Adam, um <laughs> glad you uh not to be corny, but kicked out of it. And uh appreciate uh, you spilling your uh letting us know.
2: It's rough, man. It, it, it's and the crazy thing is I've been wanting to talk about this story the, you know all day. And I just told you when I had to step away a second, my kid's mom called. That's whose house I would left when the wreck happened. First time she's called me in a couple of weeks. We usually just text if we need something. She ain't calling forever. And the one day I want to talk about the accident, the day she called me, during recording. So it's just crazy how it all works out. But then I'm on Facebook scrolling. And like the next day, but eight years ago, my man goes through the same thing, different scenario, but you want to go through the details, Jay?
1: Uh, yeah, <clears throat> I was uh pretty much uh hauling ass home, and it was uh ice on the road and all that stuff, and uh you know I came to this like uh tea, like T in the road just to take a left, pretty much go down the road and I'd be home and tap the brakes. Sliding, tap the brakes, like let off, tap the brakes, and then, like as I'm getting closer, I'm just like, fuck, you know, like not stopping. So all I remember is just like slamming into the wall. And uh I'm like out of it. All I remember is uh my buddy, like uh I'm in my uh I think I'm in I'm leaning over the bed uh, and my mouth is leaking because I bit my tongue pretty hardcore. My mouth is leaking blood, and I'm just kinda like leaning over the uh bed of my truck. And all I remember is him being like, your car is on fucking fire. We have to go. And I was like, look
2: at my keys. Look at my keys.
1: Because, you know, I couldn't talk. And he's like, it's on fire. Like, he's just screaming at me. So finally, he just, like, grabs me, puts me in the back seat, And he's like, we got to get the fuck out of here. Like, we got to go. And uh, yeah, I woke up the the next day at his girlfriend's house. Uh, she had this pillow. Like, I slept on their couch. She had this pillow. blood blood all fucking over it. And, uh. Went to the, uh, here's, see, like, this is my life. And this is going to, this does have a comedic turn. So the next day I call my mom and I'm just like, uh, I'm in bad shape. You know, all this stuff. So she picks me up and she's like, well, we, we got to go to the, like, because I was, you know, we got to go to the ER. Like, because my tongue is all fucked. Go to the ER. And of course, what happens at the front desk? Tell me what happened. So there I am. You know, and I'm, like, in pain. Like, this fucking hurt. <laughs> you know, like, bad, bad pain. So I tell them that. All right, cool, whatever. They give you a little, you know, bullshit to fill out. We sit down. Go in there for the first little, uh, you know, thing where the, I guess, the CNA or whatever checks you out. Hey, so what happened? Why are you here today? <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And they do the well, height, weight, all that bullshit. And, like, okay, you know, somebody will be in to see you. So that person comes in. All right, so uh, tell me what happened. <laughs> I'm just like, look. Oh, you're in a wreck? I am like, yeah. Well, uh, if you're in a wreck, then we got to call the police. And the police has to come down here, blah, blah, blah. So I wait again. Officer Dickhead McFuckass comes in because he was a big ass asshole. And he's just like, uh, so you want to explain to me what exactly happened? And I was like, what? What? And he's like, and I'm like, I can't talk. You know, all this. He's like, blah, blah. And he was like, I bet you were drunk. I bet you were drunk. You did that. So uh, he's like, you just left the DUI. So he's like, uh, he gave me, what was it? Leaving the scene in an accident, like uh, whatever, Destructive Driver or whatever the hell they call it, you know? And like some other ticket. I don't remember what it was. But yeah, like he just wanted me to like tell tell everything. I'm like, dude, I can't fucking talk. Like, (laughs) you know, me not being able to talk. I think it was kind of karma getting me a little bit. But yeah. And uh, man, what a time. And yeah, got charged uh, three tickets. Went to court. The judge uh, just made me do defensive driving and pay a fine. That was cool. But here's another thing. Man, this sucks. Uh, So I had to get it stitched. (laughs) You know, my tongue stitched back together. Well, a blood clot happened uh, right in the center of it. And it grew and ripped all those stitches out. Like, this is over a process of like a week, week and a half. So it grew. And it was nasty. Like, it was like a falling, like, literal shit. Like, it sucked. And it just rips all those stitches out as it grows, you know, like over time, like it's just ripping them all out. And then I go into this oral surgeon and he's like, yeah, you know, I don't know if it'll ever grow back again. You know, once the stitch is ripped out, blah, 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 literally the next day it's sealed up. So, was, you know, thank you for that. Man. But it's just like, didn't eat for two weeks. You know, it just sucked. All I was taking was Tylenol PM and sleeping. I didn't have a job at the time living with my mom. And it, it was hell. But, you know, like. I, uh, there's a gas, like two gas meters right on the other side of it. And my car is on fire and I didn't explode. So something up with that for sure. And, you know, like, uh, it was weird to see it, uh, you know, yesterday as we record, but it's just, it's kind of humbling and it's kind of motivating because, you know, sometimes I don't really feel like the best person. You know what I'm saying? I have many flaws and, uh, I'm not really like, you know, I live a good life. I'm not complaining about that. But it's just, like, I put myself in dumb situations a lot of the time. And I'm not, like, living it right. You know what I'm saying? Some people probably call me immature and all that. Probably not the son my parents deserve because they're really, really good people. But, you know, I work at that, like, every day. My mom's a great person. And y'all know my dad. So, uh... Randy. But it's cool to just, like, see that. And, I mean, it's... It gives you, like, it's worth living. You know what I'm saying? Like, it gives you a little... Like, I cheated it once, and now it kind of, like, taking a leap out here to Florida on my own, well, with people, but pretty much on my own. Like, it's, why not? Like, it just gave me that sense of, like, you've been fucking up the whole time. Like, why not try? Why not? What do you got to lose? You've been there. You know what I'm saying? Like, why the fuck not? So it's kind of, because I was living with my mom doing jack shit and, uh, you know, kicked out of uh, that situation, and things are going pretty decent here, you know? I met you guys at free shows, like, is a huge blessing to me. I enjoy all this. I look forward to this a bunch. I'm proud of what we're doing here. We've had a fucking really cool like two three weeks, you know, and shit's only getting bigger moving forward. So it's just I don't know, like uh I I don't I don't know if I take things for granted sometimes, but seeing that really made me realize like I mean you're doing good. Like there's a lot of good shit you should be thankful for, you know, because I sometimes it's ho hum. But then it's like, man, got a lot of cool shit happening in your life, and it's nothing to be like frowning upon. I guess that's how I viewed it.
3: So you know, when I saw this uh, day apart, well, two, one to two days apart, whatever it was, I saw yeah, Adam's was. memory, and then I saw your memory, James, and you're both basically cheated death, uh, to me, and I'm glad you're both here. Uh, I thought it was worth, I mean, I shot in the dark to have you guys talk about it because I I think it's important. Um, you value, you know it, uh. Adam, you admit to making a couple of mistakes and, uh, you, you got, you know, turned it around. Several. James, it just looks like you got yourself into, uh, you know, just a, an accident, which, uh, he didn't look like he did anything wrong at all. Well, I mean, you know, well, at least yeah. the police don't know anyway. So, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I'm just, jokes aside, I'm glad you're both here. Big part of my life now. And, uh, good to see that you guys made it through and, That's uh, it, and both doing very well now. I barely
1: knew Brad, barely knew Devin. You know, Met Adam, hung out with him a couple times. Mike, uh, you know. And here we are. 45 deep. 45 deep, boys. (laughs) You know. And a couple interviews, you know, a couple bonus shit out there, like...
3: 25 soft, baby. And uh, look out for for number 52. (laughs) That's coming soon. I haven't even thought about that. Oh, don't worry. Other people have. But anyway... uh, (laughs) great job guys appreciate it for sure so i don't know who's supposed to talk next but uh, yeah well <laughs>
1: it, fuck, it's me again <laughs> back to you james here we go the james show can't wait to hear the shit on this <laughs>
2: you i trying to write the outline i would let you go first and i would have went then it could have went back to you to kind of mix it up a little man,
1: if you want to add a little couple in then we you know but i don't
2: Anything. know what the spirit of to... james means
1: that was this <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have any topic when Brad asked me. <laughs> Anything you want to talk about I'm like now nah, think of something. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> dot, dot, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know? It gave me something to talk about 8 years later on a podcast, I guess. There you go. When I didn't have a topic, <laughs> I guess I can always go back to the old faithful, you know. My like that part of my tongue is still pretty numb to this day and it's just but don't
0: don't
1: the worry. picture I'm looked gnarly. I'm not
2: gonna say that, huh? The picture I know
1: looked you're gnarly. Going with that. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, it fully recovered. I'll just put it that way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm treading water now, boys. All right. So it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what we value about the kickout crew. You know what I mean? Life gets you down. kick out it too. And uh, I guess it's on to our second match of our Kinsey a thong. <laughs> it is uh, oh boy, and this one is <laughs> that one got you, huh? <laughs> Everyone,
3: there's one a show <laughs> <laughs> on every show,
1: and uh,
3: oh, yeah, thong. Right? Oh, oh Kenzie a Oh, I got it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, the G is silent. <laughs> 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 yeah boy it is uh our second match that we're covering to get a uh, you know well acclimated into a uh, current and we say current because this weekend she may drop it but current uh new South champion, but this match is for that championship. It is Rolando Perez versus Kinsey Page for the new South champion the big belt or whatever it's called
2: you mongold.
1: Humungold. It is uh from New South uh, Action Clash number seventy-seven, which is titled Southern Hostility. It emanated, or uh, well, it took place April 9th, twenty twenty-two. Did not air until June, but uh, it emanated from the Sparkman Civic Center in Hartzell, Alabama. Is that how you pronounce that? Yep, Hartzell. Yep. Okay. It had a match length of 16 minutes, but you know. All right. <laughs> <laughs> how did, Wait, you, you know, here. not only how did we get there, but how was that match?
3: So we got Kenzie Page's entrance here. Obviously a fan favorite, but what's that music, oh, Devin? Sorry, Adam. Jeez.
4: That is Bodak Yellow by
3: Cardi B. What do you want, Adam? <laughs>
2: A little bit of build-up to this. She comes out with the orange jacket, which is what you get when you win the Haas tournament.
0: Yeah. She's the
2: winner of the Haas tournament, and this is her title shot for the winning, for the as the winner of the tournament. First female in right? Orange jacket around everywhere because she won the tournament, and this is the payoff.
3: Okay, so she's very emotional coming out. Why is that, Adam?
2: Cause she's ready to whoop his ass.
3: So she cries.
2: She's excited. She's she she could be she could honestly be like the first woman, um, champion for New South. So, so that's the first I'm
1: female entrant to the Haas Tournament and the first female winner of the Haas Tournament, which uh, another one is taking place this year, sponsored by the
2: Kickout Crew.
3: <laughs>
2: March third, March fourth, Florence, uh, Alabama.
3: Singing Brewery. <laughs> <laughs>
2: singing I
3: can't brewery. say
0: brewery
2: to save my life.
3: <laughs> uh a very animated rolando perez entrance an obvious heel james how'd you feel about the gigantic humongo belt is that what it is um gold humongo belt how'd you think of that belt
1: i uh like it i think it's uh it's innovative granted it was as tall as him he looks like a complete goof and a jackass so a perfect heel you know like that's the bull in hair or i don't know if he's going for you know that uh uh what you know, Joe Dirt, Tiger King mixed with fucking Kurt Russell from the 80s. Like, I don't know what he's got going on, but hell
2: right. he's got that Miami Vice top. top yeah, dude.
1: yeah.
3: Devin, who has the better head of hair? Rolando Perez or Adam from Bama?
4: Right now, Rolando Perez. Adam oh, from oh,
3: Bama oh,
0: had hey, that hair a couple
3: weeks ago. Let's, uh, uh,
4: a, we don't want to take a look at it.
3: That's a Rolando throws the, Rolando, <laughs> Rolando throws the world's biggest belt at, at uh Kenzie Page. She's down. In the face. So, Devin, I wanted to go right back to you on this because I had some notes here for Mike. I forgot he wasn't going to be there. But um, Devin, how has your appreciation of independent wrestling changed over the last nine months?
4: Oh, since we've started the podcast, honestly, independent wrestling has grown to my attention immensely. During COVID, I was watching it a little bit, but like now I'm all for it. We've been covering it almost weekly, and I'm falling in love with it. It brings uh each wrestler is able to really put their impact on their character. And I appreciate that.
3: James, you have something you would like to add to that? My video?
4: God, this is so cheesy.
3: So,
1: you know, we've been on this nine-month journey and it's like it brought new life into our appreciation of independent wrestling. <laughs>
3: <laughs> boy you were waiting on that one
1: i can, <laughs> that, I can feel it i can feel it i was like I, man this is so stupid you're like i, I
3: can't say. wait for devin to stop talking so i can say this so line. i
1: can say the dumbest shit of the episode <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. all right um so they're really playing this belt uh, that she got hit with the belt up a lot she's down for a few minutes here to say the least um adam have you worked with
2: rolando before and you know him personally I know I've chatted with him a little bit. I mean, I remember um, like at the Gazdan show, you know, from the match we just watched, he was, you know, just getting his feet wet. He was getting comfortable and everything. He had the gimmick going. But here, I think this is a year later, he's so much more comfortable in himself. He's got the gimmick going. He's got the Miami Vice, Miami Ice type deal going. I mean, he you could tell he's hes more comfortable in the ring He's becoming a little it was like a small ring general. I don't say small ring general, but like a a startup ring general. He's he's controlling the crowd. He's controlling the pace, and he's not that old either. He ain't been in it very very long, and he's he's just showing out right here. He deserved mm-hmm. the title. He really did. Heal.
3: James. After the several minutes of Kenzie being down, were you surprised the crowd was able to stay so hot?
1: Well. I mean, you got to remember her coming out crying and then yelling at the crowd to get up, you know. like right? because she's like, get up! You know, she's like circling the ring. I don't know. Uh, I, I just uh, felt like they
3: kept the momentum going, didn't you? Or- I,
1: I definitely, uh, well, because once again, like, but the, granted, more than that other match, like this match, they were already at a level. You know, that the other match, it kind of built up. This one, it was at a simmer, you know, right now and uh, cuz they were ready for this man they were pumped up it's a it's a woman going for the big belt you know yumungo as they say
3: i mean that seems like an atmosphere you'd like to be in uh, right
1: i definitely uh i kind of get down with that live wrestling uh, the anticipatory of the the excitement you know the anxiousness what's going to happen cuz you know you're seeing something like you could feel that you were about to watch like a moment you know
3: Match starts. Perez throws her, um, page head first into the mat. I wasn't sure about what his finishing moves co- is called, but it was definitely his finishing move. Right? The baiter, maybe something like that. And page kicks out at two Perez brawling on top of her pulling hair. Uh, Devin, do you hate this guy or is he just, is he doing his job? Well,
4: yeah, I mean, he's, uh, he's making us hate him tremendously. He's pulling out all the sneaky tactics, throwing the belt in her face, pulling her hair, trying to get a pin sneakily and quickly in the match. He's just making us be that. Uh, he's acting like a dirt bag, and we all want to see Kenzie defeat him.
3: Right. He throws Pengy, He Kenzie. <laughs> he throws Kenzie. <laughs> I can see what I did there. Throws her out of the ring. Perez dominating on the outside. All right, so Kenzie sits on an audience's member's lap. She's the audience member is protecting her. With I mean, the Kinsey sign. Yes. Devin, or I mean, I'm sorry, Adam, what did you think of this moment?
2: She's at every single show.
3: Okay. So she's, she's somebody. She's
2: a sign lady. She's got signs for every wrestler, every every heel, every face. She's got signs on signs on signs on signs. She's at the GCW show in Huntsville. Um, she's there. She's like, she's almost like the New South Mom almost. Everybody knows her, and that's why they went to her. Because she's at every
3: show. There's always one of them, right? There's one of them at the 2300 Arena, too, believe it or not. It's always there. Um, no matter what the show is. Go ahead. I wrote Depp.
2: down
4: a quote that she said. She said, no, Rolando, you do not hurt her. Oh, man, <laughs> she, she was protecting Kenzie.
3: Where'd My she come mom, up with she
2: that? She's got an attitude. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting near her. She's got an attitude now. She don't put up no guards from none of them. I, I was, she's believable. I'm going to tell you that. Yeah. She's believable. Um.
3: So Paige is... Uh, Kenzie Page is fighting back, but now I'm going to go back to you on this, Adam, but checks on her sister, who's with her. What's her name, Adam, and what does she add to this match?
2: Kylie Alexa. This is when they've started their bond, and this is when Kenzie's still actually with the crowd. We all know what happens a little bit later after this, or some of us do, but um, you know, her sister come in, I'm not sure too much too, too much further back that she did come in, but I'd have, to, I'd have to ask Dan. He told me a little bit about it, but
4: I can help you with that, Adam. I just seen on social media that she just passed her one year mark for training. So she really hasn't been in wrestling for that long.
2: Yeah, she's still young. She's only like 18, 19. She's still super young because uh, Kenzie Page is only like 22, 23.
3: Oh my gosh. Are you serious right now? Yeah, she's
2: only like 23. Yeah. Uh, she was 19 haven't... at the Shaw went to and in Gaz two years ago. So she's 21, 22.
3: She's getting younger, right? Uh, so, Pres Pres dives through the ropes onto Paige while she's assisting her sister. He's really playing it up. That looked the, painful, and the crowd is really, really into this. Really into this. Uh, I mean, they are really helping uh, with this match for sure. Just uh, everything that's going on. So, James, I, I want to be careful what I say here because Carmen Michael kind of. I wrote this down before I listened to the interview, but she's undersized. She's undersized. Kenzie Page, but I wouldn't say Rolando Pay or Rolando Perez is oversized. Correct. You think, that, you think that helps the believability?
1: Well, are we uh, are we including the hair or not the hair? <laughs> That's a Fletch joke for all those uh, listening.
3: Six eight with the afro. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I got that right, but I know it. Yeah, it's so like that. Yeah,
1: <laughs> but no, I mean he looks like a jackass. He really does. I know it may be a character or whatever, but he completely looks like a jackass. And uh, he's playing a jackass very well. So you automatically have sympathy for her because he came out like a jackass. He looks like a jackass. and He's wrestling like a heel. You know? So you kind of already be like, I want her to beat his ass. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
3: So Prez is working Paige in the ring, elbows to her, leg, uh, leg pressing her head against the rope, talking shit to her sister. Cannonball from Prez in the corner, Paige, uh, in, into a cover Paige out of two. Kenzie fighting back with an elbow backdrop from Paige. Devin, Paige has actually has really been on the receiving end. Is this textbook storytelling here?
4: Oh, absolutely. The heel's gonna beat down the baby face the entire match and grow that comeback that the fans want to watch. Just waiting and bidding her time, waiting for that right opportunity to finally strike back against Rolando.
3: Suplex by Perez, cocky cover, maybe like a Jericho kind of cover for sure. Um, chops and strikes by Page, but again, the momentum back to Perez. Adam, is this teasing and frustration necessary to the story?
2: Oh, yeah, because it it shows it's what we call a hope spot. Mm. It's when the baby face starts get a little bit of build-up, build up, and it builds the crowd back up. Oh. oh. <laughs> and then it builds them back up. Oh, oh. he cut them off. So it just raises suspense for the crowd and everybody. Just you know, it's what it's a good heel. Yeah, he was trying right
3: submission by Perez Page, fighting uh, back to the ropes, gets there but never releases. He never releases the move. Almost looked like an F five from Kenzie Page onto her knee. James, are you impressed by her strength?
1: Uh, boy, I was about to take a big dig at old Orlando. But yeah, I mean, you know, obviously uh, being able to, you know, do that to a human body does take strength, you know, no matter if it is, uh, yeah, is, I'll, I'll leave it there.
3: <laughs> uh, but she was too tired to capitalize on the move. So then Perez throws Paige off the top rope, head back slam sort of move. I, I'm not sure exactly what to call it onto the map by Perez. There, That's one thing for sure, Adam, is that I feel like there's some moves I've never seen before in New South. Is that is that something you've noticed as well?
2: No, there's a little bit of uh, of stuff that they kind of do on their own. I mean, you know, they got their basis, you know, because Kenzie is – she is from Dr. Tom, you know, and um, from Kane, from their wrestling academy. So they have the the amazing foundation fundamentals. And then, you know, before matches, after matches, you know, whenever they can, they get in there and just do it, you know, just – because you know, they do this place, Heartsville, they do this place a lot, so they're gonna hmm. do different things to keep everybody interested. So you might see different stuff here that you don't see on TV because they're in the same spot every other week. I guess what I'm trying to say is it just
3: seems like a lot of different variations of the uh, we, yeah. uh, moves we know, but definitely a different, a different, uh I don't know, a different look, a different look to it, a different little a, twist, one, one, little
1: one, one, little personality.
3: Thank, thank, God, yeah. thank you. I could not come up with the word twist. <laughs>
2: it's a little twist. A variation,
3: yeah. Variation twist. Yeah, okay. Uh so Devin, is it obvious to you that whoever trained these two, and we did hear Dr. Tom uh for, for for Paige, that they focused a lot on selling.
4: Oh, absolutely. Uh these two are selling very well right from the start. When we see Kenzie get hit by humongold Uh yeah, I think uh Rolando, I've seen a lot of him in the NWA. And there he does a lot of selling for big guys. Like I talked to Jared yeah. Fritz last week about he faced up against Tyrus where he was selling for almost the entire match. So I think these two are trained to sell. Yes, uh, James. I will say uh,
1: like selling doesn't always mean like taking, uh, you know, the, the bumps and all that stuff because he sells as a heel really good in this. Like, yeah. Like when he's strutting around and there's like cocky bitch, you know, like style, like, yeah. So selling doesn't necessarily only mean the moves, you know, but like, yeah, he's doing a really good job of being a complete asshole. <laughs> you know, like he's doing right. his heel job to me.
3: So we're not quite through this matchup, but I'm going to take a time out here and just say if, if you all you watch, if you listen to us, we appreciate it. But if all you watch is WWE and AEW, you're missing out because this is good shit. I am telling you. And you could get it. You can watch it whenever you want. This is fun to watch. These are these are good workers. These are good storytellers. And the crowd is into it. Uh, listen, it it's not natural. It's, it feels more not, natural. Dude. It's not WrestleMania. It's not WrestleMania, guys. But if you're a wrestling fan, you're going to love this. I'm telling you. So, all right. So Perez is choking Paige, um, kicking her, stomping her, throws her out of the ring. Perez sits Paige on a chair and chops her. <laughs> he, just so, so much work, right? He, he dives out of the ring page catches him she tosses drops him in the chair devin's spot of the night so far momentum changer
4: oh yeah yeah for sure when uh perez got slammed onto that chair it wasn't just like a metal chair that we see it was like a hard plastic chair with bent up sides do
2: we know what? The looked move pretty painful was, did, you, did, did we know what that move was go ahead adam yeah family driver okay
3: and that's what you're doing here okay
2: Never, 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 never,
3: never think you don't belong, pal, because you do. All right. I'm still <laughs>
2: wondering why you think a moonsault is a forward flip.
3: There you know it what? is. That's a match ago. He's talking I'm about a match. Waiting. Waiting for doing- what? Why couldn't you just say you talk shit at the time, dickhead? I was like, it. I got it. It, it. it didn't quite look like a moonsault because it was front first. I thought moonsaults were backwards. They are. And she
2: did a front flip right that's what i said you said moonsault
3: you said moonsault
2: no you said moonsault you
3: said moonsault You're all right there, anyway. boy, here we moonsault. go <laughs> all right Where anyway
2: moonsault, both are
3: down refs counting prick um Paige, <laughs> Paige throws perez into the ring cover out of two now they're punching each other flurries a move by page quick clotheslines this adam this almost looks like a hot tag however she doesn't have a partner. Is this because of all her tag team training, or is this just her style? This
2: is just her getting the, getting
3: the crowd back in it. Her I just look like a hot tag because he's getting up real quick. Yeah, so he's getting up for the clotheslines. That that always it was interesting. Kind of and feet. Okay, head shoulder from Kenzie. I don't know what that means, <laughs> but I'm sure head you'll shoulder. tell me. Head shoulder it is.
2: Feet <laughs> knees knees toes, toes baby. Feet toes. <laughs>
3: i couldn't quite hear it i wrote that next <laughs> your little knees toes next kenzie off the top rope leg drop um onto perez who's hanging on the rope before she jumped she said fuck you nothing all right so kenzie pulls perez away from the rope into a cover james you may not remember that spot but she went out of her way to pull perez away from the ropes to get the pin does that make this more real to you
1: i think uh the the strategy of it yeah because it's not just bullshit
3: man i love that i love it <laughs> strategery you know who uh first came up with the word strategery george <laughs> w bush
1: <laughs> okay <laughs> all right hey he was a hell of a governor i'll leave it at that oh no he said it Are they, Actually, I think,
3: I think saturday Night live said it <laughs> like kind of thing <laughs> yeah but something like that out of two. All right. So she, all right, so I get out of two. That's what I'm saying. I now. really
1: did say that. Too.
3: <laughs> Kenzie accidentally kicks the referee. Uh Oh, Devin, what now? Oh, the referee's down. And it's
2: time to cheat.
3: Brass oh. knucks to, to page. Is that what they were? There was not a chain this time. It was brass knucks.
4: It was brass knuckles on Rolando Perez's hands. So some dude
3: on the apron. Oh, who is it? It's Dylan McQueen.
4: And then he gets freaking whacked with a chair. He, he goes apeshit.
3: <laughs> Ref's now awake. Perez goes for the pin. Dylan McQueen pulls the ref out of the ring. Ref is very disoriented. They're all like just screaming at each other on the outside. You got Dylan McQueen. You have uh, her sister. Everybody's yelling on the outside. Now, Dylan is Perez, very
1: animated too. Very like going animated. ape shit.
3: So Perez with a baiter. I, I listened three times. That's the move onto a chair right adam bader we'll go with that yeah oh yeah fine you know what if i freaking <laughs> make a mistake you're right there if i freaking get it right because i to it three times no 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 i'm like mike right now can't tell me i, <laughs> I said something good brad, you not, brad. i'm very <laughs> proud of you bad i love Stopped. my meat minute Stomped there is not you, a fucking bite minute meat minute tonight i promise you that freaking <laughs> out of the, house. the only meat better no, never mind no, that's Yo. for a different. As Adam would say, that's for a different podcast. Is that a- um, stomp to page on the chair. Ref back in the ring. Kenzie kicks out at two. Devin, How you do all-
1: you not see a chair flying out of the ring and hear it crash? <laughs>
4: Devin, were you all in on this? Uh, yeah, honestly, I-, I bit right there. I-, I thought it was for sure over. <laughs> she had two high-impact moves on the chair. And the Roll referee up by- came back at the right time. Roll up by Paige to Perez
3: out at two um an unprettier to kenzie page did i say that right they unprettier? call it that
1: they call yes, it sir. that
3: on the on the show okay listen i'm i really listened okay got it right, brother. But man i'm two for the last two that's some kind of a record Perez with Perez with the pin but the ref was out of position so who is it that comes out to the ring who is that adam who is this general manager
2: uh general manager slash co-owner He's the dump man himself, Mr. Dump Sanders.
3: So he said the rep. I like what of... he yells at too, like, you were out of position. <laughs> so oh. they restart the match. And the crowd cutter... is going banana. So cutter to Perez, cover out at two. New South fans pounding on the ring. James, is this something you want to be involved
1: Fucking with? Fucking awesome. Like uh once they restart that match, And she hits that move, and you're like, "Oh shit, oh shit!" You're like, "She's gonna do it!" And then, and then that kick out, that false finish, the whole crowd, everybody, oh! And then next thing you know, they just it's fucking awesome. You love to see it. That's when you know that whole crowd is invested in what you're doing. Like it's fucking sweet. I love wrestling, man. When it when it's gold, it's fucking gold. Like that was really cool. I was I was sitting here watching it. You know what, a year and a half later? Well, damn near a year later, and I'm just like, ah I'm getting into like oh shit. You know, I love I love stuff like this. You know, crowd involvement, like I love
3: it. Freaking tremendous. Present Page doing everything they can right now. Kenzie Page with her finisher twice. Adam, what's it called?
2: Oh um, it's and it's an amazing move.
3: You gotta say it one more time. That was
2: so. Awesome. What? Oh. Oh yeah, that's what I
3: thought. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and she wins the championship. What a huge celebration! Uh, I have to say, the belt's ridiculous though. <laughs>
1: Crowd goes ape shit, man. When <laughs> they hear that three, and she's just like, she's like shocked, and then uh, you see uh, the girl with the orange hair, she's like balling, <laughs> you know, and like everybody's just like going nuts, dude. Oh, I, love
0: I uh, I that belt. talking it about the package power driver, Brad? So.
2: Is that what you're talking about?
3: Yeah. Yeah, it was just a little different. Um, again, like I said, there's these variations on these moves. They're not just black and white moves to me that I know. They look a little different. So, And I'm not seeing them every day, you know? So anyway, I love the match. Um,
2: Inter El Zero Miedo does it.
3: There it is. Okay, so if you're watching, you know what we're yeah.
2: doing. <laughs> uh, hearing
0: me
3: say this? Okay. Um, so we do have a couple of questions, unless anybody has anything they want to add.
4: Cool right. crowd so, shit right at the end. Loved it. Go to ahead. Follow uh, up, yeah. To follow up with this match, um, I was watching on YouTube. Kept, got down the YouTube rabbit hole there. And I seen that following this, Rolando Perez actually was extremely pissed to Dump Sanders and got a street fight against him at New South Anniversary 7 to kind of get retribution for Dump Sanders screwing him out of this match. Ooh. There you have it. That's on YouTube. It's a really good fight. It's a so fun street fight to
3: watch. And then yeah. You watch 17 matches after, right?
4: A few YouTube rabbit hole, like I said. We have no build, but hot day, and we know how this
1: storyline kept going.
3: <laughs> so I'm going to ask this question from uh, our lady and a friend, Allison Faye. Both questions this week are from ladies. Oh. So a uh, lady and a friend, Allison Faye, asked pink hair because of uh, Kenzie Page's hair, yay or nay? I'll send my answer to Brad per usual. What do you think of pink hair, James? Yay. Devin? Depending on who it's on. Devin? I'm for it. Mr. Adam from Bama.
2: I'm with James. It all depends on who's doing it. So, funny
3: story. About three years ago, my daughter actually, <laughs> on her own, got her hair completely pink. Like, like my old pink? Daughter, all pink like complete. i mean if like you look the, at my uh, Eva check or
1: whatever the one they always hype that's coming back
3: yeah like i'm telling you it was pink 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 and i loved it my wife was a little nervous uh my mom <laughs> you know and she's in her 70s she says uh oh okay but we i mean for the most part everybody loved it but you know <laughs> it was extreme to say the least <laughs> but uh anyway if you want to know what allison's in, so i'm in on pink for sure and Allison says, I love her hair. It's playful and functional for wrestling. Two thumbs up. That fits the fits the character too, you know. Uh, second question comes to us from Amy Vaughn. Oh, yeah. your favorite. That Amy Vaughn. So my question is this. She is uh, so where do you see Kenzie Page in two years? Is she gonna be exclusive? Uh to New South, or is she going to go somewhere like Impact, MLW, NWA, WWE, or just stay like you? She said stay at uh, eight um, New South in the Indies, or what? What do you guys see for her future? It's a great question.
1: That is a good uh, one
3: from a subpar person. I but... get to wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh man,
2: but hate in that one. No, there's
3: never hate. There's just uh, you know, yeah, it is what it is. Hate's a strong word.
2: I think,
1: it's, uh, it, I think the choice is hers, really. Like, I wouldn't fault her for staying in New South and doing stuff, but she definitely does have the talent and potential to go elsewhere.
4: Devin? Kenzie Page is currently signed to NWA, and she is leading a faction called Pretty Empowered that has Kylie, Alexa, her little sister, uh, Roxy, uh, Rocky Roxy, and um, has Ella Envy. In 2 years, I honestly can see Kenzie Page defeating Camille and holding on to that NWA Women's World Heavyweight Championship. She's got tremendous potential and uh, I think she's got a lot of upside. I think if she can be the one to defeat Camille, like the Brickhouse Camille, is really going to put some name and some stock behind her. And definitely leading in that faction is going to help bring some name or some publicity to her name. Adam,
3: you obviously have, um, even though we have the NWA Rhodes Scholar over here, you have a pretty good understanding of New South and what she has done so far. So I would like to go to you last and um, because you probably have the most legitimacy here. But well, Devin, I mean, my God, he just rolled off a bus- bunch of stuff. But, yeah, <laughs> we're all real impressed, pal. We're all real impressed. Not really. <clears throat> so here, real be- before I answer this question, uh, Devin, right back to you. If you're signed to NWA, you're still allowed to do whatever you want, right?
4: Uh. You're allowed to still work indie promotions. I don't think you're allowed to like work for the bigger companies. Even AEW? Uh, well, we have seen some NWA signed talent on Dark, but I yeah, not I'm many that we've world. seen that.
3: I'm pretty sure we've seen uh, someone become the actually wrestle
4: La Meramera, right? Go
3: ahead.
1: La Meramera wasn't uh. Uh, Thunder Rosa wasn't yeah, she, Thunder like, Rosa. a women's her, champion, and Nona, like, her and Serena an were battling it out on AEW.
4: That was a couple years ago. Ever since okay. the N W A All Women's Empowered pay per view, it's been rumored that the relationship has not really been there.
3: Okay, I I mean I'm sure that comes and goes. Uh,
2: Cardona's on Impact.
3: Okay. I'm sure that comes and goes for sure because there was a lot of mixing a couple of years ago, like you said. I think uh, if she really is, I did. I was trying to find her age. You said she's in her early 20s. I think the sky's the limit here. I I, I really do. Now, you see someone like Roxanne Perez that's already 21 or 22 years old is the, is the NXT champion. I mean, that is, that's the rocket right there. So Kenzie's obviously had to do, um, is on a different path, but I definitely don't see her in MLW because I don't think MLW does a great job with women's wrestling. Now, NWA, she's already there. Well, but, not on that network. But I definitely, um, I can see her starting at Impact. I can see her going to AEW and then later WWE. I can see her going to any one of these. It's up to her. But apparently, Adam thinks I'm wrong. Adam? <laughs>
2: Somebody like Kenzie Page, I can see her going to Japan. Why? What about the money? The money, I mean, when you're that young, you want to do it just to get out of there. You want to do the traveling while you're still younger. So I think her, you know, she's dating Hunter Drake, so... Oh. Them two, them two together, it can just, you know, he's he's a house of fire last year, especially the past few months. But um, her still being that young, I could see her going to Japan and just improving her style even more, because I mean she's learned from one of the best in the industry from Dr. Tom. So there's not many more places you can go around here to learn more. So why not go overseas and learn what you can there? Before you get signed to a, an exclusive deal to a WWE or AEW, go spend six months in Japan. Go go learn their style. Go learn all that, and then try your then try something AEW Impact. You know, go go do your go live your life. Go enjoy your career while you're young and no little ones running around, and you're just you're not even in your prime
3: yet. I just, I just could not have with you more. I really can't because I think you go get your money when you can yeah. because you never know when you're an injury away from not ever being able to do it again.
2: Go to Japan, learn everything you
1: can. Well, if you go to Japan for like a year and get that credibility there, and then when you come to one of those promotions. Uh, you got or to
2: Mexico, go to Mexico. They beat the living
3: shit out of you in Japan.
2: I don't know.
1: But you got some leverage if you're over. Look at uh, everybody's jacking off uh, who's a Will O'Brien me- and Jay White yeah. and –
0: yeah, but boot, again...
1: Whatever the hell, Okada. Oh, there's a big free agent, big free agent, big free agent. How do you become that big free agent? You know, you got to go over there. Because I don't think they give a fuck about big free agent stateside.
3: So if NXT called her now, she wouldn't go? Oh, well, yeah, she would. But I don't
1: think they're like, we have got to get Kenzie Faye. You know, like, that's what I'm saying. If she goes there oh, stuff, she she's got the leverage it, to be like, I she wants she wants to, me, you know?
2: It depends if she wants to do that exclusivity. Because she's doing NWA, she's doing, um, she's got New South, she's doing stuff in Texas, she's doing stuff in Washington, she's doing stuff in Tennessee, Georgia. So when you sign NXT, you're theirs. That's it. You can't go nowhere else. So her being so young still, I wouldn't go yet. I'd go enjoy my Unless life. Unless that money's right.
0: But <laughs> like just
2: life experiences just feels like it'd be more important to me than making money. The money will be there.
1: Yeah, she could go to Japan and eat McDonald's breakfast and Zoom with us.
3: So for those of you at home that decide that they're going to be upset at me for saying Amy was subpar, go ahead and listen to the Palmer Dave show. She had nothing good to say about me either. Well, she didn't say anything about me, period. So just remember that. It goes both ways. Back to you, James.
1: (laughs) Fuck yeah, dude. Great way to end that.
3: Because I started thinking about it, and
1: I got worked yeah, up. yeah. But you get riled up, <laughs> get riled up thinking about it. Well, like, because
3: I can already feel, I can already feel the hate mail.
1: Here we go. <laughs> Here I can already go. feel that.
3: I can. I can already feel it. Shout out, out to yeah, uh, Eddie, Amy freaking Pumwater Eddie.
1: Oh my Justin.
3: god, everybody is on her side. Yep, Arne Anderson included. Eddie
1: hates yeah. everybody. Okay. Amy is awesome. I'm on you know, the best.
3: She's the best.
1: Huh? Shout out, <laughs> shout out, Pub Water and uh, JD. All three homies. No matter what Brad says.
3: I had nothing to say about Palmwater and JD. Uh,
1: well, I was just saying.
3: Nothing bad. All good there.
1: Yeah, might as well shout out RJ too. Good stuff. You know, I'm not going to say their properties, but hey, good people. <laughs> There's your shill right there. All right, I'm done. But yeah, I guess uh, I think, well, let's keep these laughs running because I think it's, uh, you know, time for the hottest rising segment in wrestling podcast today you know it you guessed it it is waka 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 with our man adam so adam take it up you
4: motherfucker. wonka 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 where'd he go oh we don't
3: went off by itself what are you eating what are you eating by itself can you eat before you get get on show a pringles
4: what kind of kind of pringles are those for the record james has never ate on the show for the record neither is brad
2: cheddar sour cream
4: for the yeah, record, you, I can't remember if I have.
2: Devin, you ate last you ate week. Pickles eggs last week. What the hell talking <laughs> oh, about? <it> like <laughs>
4: yeah, Brad, no sold. <laughs> All right,
0: right so... Adam, sorry. <laughs> I'm
2: right oh, sorry, Adam. Yeah, right uh So, um, I actually had somebody send me this one. That I thought was kind of cute. Oh, really? <clears throat> it's like a
0: stoner type,
2: type of um, joke. Yeah, it sounds like it's Dad. Like... joke. What did the frog say when he passed you the bong? Ribbit. Ribbit.
0: Ribbit.
1: I like that one. <laughs> Waka, walka, walka. Yeah, hey, that's a you wouldn't, you wouldn't get that, Brad. You ain't cool, man. <laughs> uh,
2: I've been
3: cool. Not cool lately.
2: Thanks, Devin. Yeah.
3: <laughs> You're Welcome, be determined, Brad. I guess.
2: See, I get Devin's messages, I just never get Mike's. That's funny how that happened.
3: Mike's laughing at his own jokes anyway.
2: For real, he <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, didn't finish it. He's already laughing. He was, he it. it was just a miracle, and
3: he's the one that told it.
1: He's <laughs> not funny either. No, <laughs> hey, he's dying, dude. He's he was just, dying,
2: he's still so red. <laughs> he's dying. I guess we just had to be there. <laughs> <laughs> I guess
1: it's my well. oh man. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, congratulations, Mike. Good job. Yeah, I'm (laughs) glad you thought your joke was
3: funny.
2: (laughs) So how do you do do any of y'all know how to make an egg roll?
3: Just throw it down the hill. You
2: push it. You
3: push it. Here in my head, I was like, man, I wish I
1: did. Dude, egg rolls are bomb. (laughs) Uh,
2: So, what did the horse say after it tripped? Nay. Help, I'll fall in and I can't giddy up.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: and
2: here's here's one back from middle school. Why can't you hear a pterodactyl going to the bathroom?
1: Well,
2: because the pee is solid.
1: Oh, walked right into that one. Very good. Waka waka
2: waka. Yeah. Oh, because very the
1: tea is silent. i like it. right when you started to say it, I was like, motherfucker. It was right there the whole time. I like that. Good segment.
2: I went, I went somewhere else and got these. I I kind of like where I went here. So
1: I like where you're often. Oh, somebody from the show didn't message you something that you want to put on the show. Like Devin's question that he wanted to ask himself or Mike's own joke that he once asked, you know, told. Or Brad's own matches on the show. Hey, it really is
3: your show, you
1: know, fans.
3: Oh, you know, when it's Tuesday and we don't have a match yet, sometimes we've got to step up. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm going to message you this.
1: Can you can you ask me this? Can you put this on the show?
0: Oh, uh, just, he's
3: just a, he's a guide. There, there it is.
0: James? Walka,
1: walka, walker. He's done. <laughs> well, I guess uh... so.
3: <laughs> Boy, you're a cooking up something in the kitchen huh all right so this could go absolutely nowhere but it could also go somewhere so let's talk about it i uh, listened to a podcast oh, sure. that i'm not going to mention on this show but what they have on it for some of their bonus content is what's called <laughs> paranormal erotica now let me explain what exactly paranormal erotica is it is aliens uh basically supernatural but it is erotica so it is like a, you know, like a, a romance novel, kind of, but dirty. Like but getting in handies it, from ghosts? Is that what you're talking about? But in a paranormal sense. It could be aliens. It could be another planet. It could be anything. Now, what's really funny about these are, or great about these are, you get a little turned on. They say some really dumb shit also that makes you laugh out loud. And you're talking about creatures, aliens, and everything else. Anyway, it's hilarious. I, I love it. I listen to it all the time. Boy, it so sounds say, funny it is it really is funny even though james doesn't seem to like it we So have anyway, jumped the shark
1: we have jumped the shark so
3: so i listened to it and i laugh and um i started thinking i wonder if there's any like fictional wrestling erotica out there okay so i did a little bit of a search but let's just face it when you're on your search at work one night go, in china and you're connected to your oh. you're con- <laughs> connected to your wi-fi you only want to search so far so wrestling erotica so What I think would be really funny about this is if, to you, the fans, I would like for you to do me a favor and search for some fictional wrestling erotica. What is wrong, Adam? Not while you're at work. Not while you're at work. Don't search my name either. (laughs) And I will read it on the show. Now, this could be... Let's not go... Don't give me a book here. Just something that could be about five to seven minutes of something I can read on the show wrestling erotica i'm telling you it is something that uh i think that we are missing the boat on if we can sell paranormal erotic out there and let me tell you what there are there is a ton of this stuff and i don't just mean like online you can actually buy hard copy books at, like at barnes and nobles i was in how, the mood how
2: hard is the copy how hard is i it?
1: was in the mood and then his music hits <laughs> you know the ultimate warrior runs down to the bedroom <laughs> he starts shaking the, <laughs> the covers up and down. Like what the and that's fuck are we talking thing. about here?
3: If if you can't find any wrestling erotica, if you want to write some wrestling erotica, some wrestling erotica and send it to Kickout out the, the big Valbo, just
1: play Big Valbo promos every time. Kevin
3: D. Nineteen, kick Kickout Crew Pod at Gmail dot com. I will read it on the show, and I'll
4: shut up. If someone writes one called The New Sensations, New Sensation, I'll give you 10 bucks.
3: All at once? (laughs) Sure. So anyway, I like I say, say, when
1: you email the Kickout Crew pod, it does say my name, but I am not affiliated with it. Wish <laughs> I, need, I guess now I need to change it because.
2: Damn De- What if I send you a video about new sensation? <laughs>
3: no,
1: no, no, Are no you video. Ready
2: for a new sensation? I'm telling
1: you,
3: it's the new thing: wrestling erotica. Send it to send it to me. I will read it. Back to you, James.
1: Fucking, fuck yeah. Nothing like, uh, you know. uh,
3: We are already explicit.
1: That's true. Not made for kids. Have to check that every episode. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, Brad, can't can't wait to be on the lookout for that new segment. You know, possibly. Don't let me down, folks.
3: That is.
2: How hard is the hardback cover?
3: (laughs) As hard as you can get it. No blue chew needed. Oh.
2: I can shampoo water buffalo.
1: Good grief! <laughs> well, that was a uh, you know fun stuff. Uh, can't wait for all of y'all's feedback. Be sure to send it to not me. Uh, just send it to at yesmanbrad or fuck me running at kickoutcrewpod at gmail.com Ready? to change that. But uh, that being said, it seems like uh,
4: you know, Devin, <laughs> what are the kids into these days? All right, so. <laughs> This is actually a recycled Devon's demographic. Oh, be- is it ice? Is it fro- oh, did you know ice is frozen water? Is a huge.
3: You know, if you're not standing not up, you sitting down. Stop, <laughs> so... in his tracks. Dead in his tracks. He just stopped talking. Okay, <laughs> My...
1: like, what? Did you, you roll your ankle? You're gonna give us a warning about like potholes or hills or you know? Steps? My <laughs> like... recycled
4: Devon's demographic this week is to go watch the new South Hoss tournament this weekend. It's March 3rd and 4th. It's going to be a huge show sponsored by us, the Kickout Crew. Make sure you watch it. Uh, if you're going to be there live, go, go see Adam from Bama. Get a picture. Pick up your own Kickout get Crew. Get an interview. Show. Get a video on your show. Exactly. Uh, Why, drop guys, a couple guys, lines. Guys,
2: get them digits.
4: Oh. <laughs> uh, it's going to be a very exciting show, a weekend packed of wrestling, topped off by Kenzie Page versus Cabana Mandan, Fair Mongol, the New South Heavyweight Championship. We have the Sweet Hearts of the 16, Southern 16 Tournament, the Haas Tournament. It It's going to be exciting, guys. Just definitely be watching.
1: You know, Dev and I ain't going to lie. You've had a good episode today. You had a great episode last week. You're on a fucking roll, bro. I'm trying. Jeez. <laughs> you know, it's about time. We're only 45 fucking episodes in. <laughs> you know, it's about time. Too busy Sammy jacking off and fucking Pepsi Nitro. Like, it's about time you actually, you know. Oh, you're right. My <laughs> boy hasn't been out this
4: episode. Oh,
2: Lord. The <laughs> only thing I got to say is, and new Carmen Mike oh, doesn't think so.
0: Oh. Well,
1: I'm older than him, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Boom. Yeah, thanks, Devin. Uh, great demographic. Uh, all
3: right. So we don't know what the hell we're doing next week, so there it is.
1: Fuck yeah. You'll definitely see it on Twitter before this <laughs> it's airs. It's like our so, usual
3: thing.
1: You
0: know. nah,
3: we, we're five for our last five. <laughs> but what
1: better way to watch wrestling than with some food, right? Right. So, uh Mike. Uh, where's uh you know got your uh, Mike's V minutes it's the Mike. Uh,
0: what are we
2: cooking but, in the kitchen? Well, I, I think I was got some spaghetti noodles or some meat and cook it and put sauce on it and call it spaghetti. Thanks, guys.
1: So you take some garlic bread. <laughs> you
2: know. You well, lightly toast cool. it. You don't burn it, but you lightly toast it. Then you put a quarter cup of kale and make it healthy. And then throw that shit out the window. And then put butter on it and eat the hell out of it.
4: So, you fill up a pot of water and boil it on the stove, slice a hole down the, like a little strip down the center of a hot dog, toss it in there for like 10 minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes. Once the water's done boiling, turn that on simmer. 10 minutes later, you got some hot dogs. You buy
1: some canned chili, cheap as fuck, dump it in a little pot, stir it up, or you can microwave
2: it, you know.
3: Guys, I didn't know we were going to start this resting erotica early. <laughs>
2: Actually, it's a hot dog before you throw it in the pan it's just a hotter dog when you throw it in the pan well hot dog is chili that's Brad's, uh the wrestling erotica it all comes full circle since we ain't got a max meat minute i'll tell you what i did earlier okay. um, i like the uh, oven pizzas i'm pretty big there on
3: them. it is the substitution james no, yeah, not you called it what'd I'm you like have for a...
2: supper adam I- i'm big on these oven pizzas so I go in there and get my timer fixed, get the pizza and everything, put it in the oven. Yep. Good to go. Sit right here, watch TV, beep, beep, go in there. Forgot to turn we the really damn oven almost on. almost had it under two hours, too. So <laughs> really, turn the so damn oven close. on.
4: Waka, <laughs> waka, waka. <walk>. That would <laughs> <it> kill Devin.
2: <laughs> 16 <laughs> minutes passed, I heard my beeper, I was like, yeah, baby, combination pizza time. I don't smell nothing.
1: What oh, about Totino's?
2: Can you believe Totino's?
1: The price of Totino's is going over a dollar. The red package yeah, is What kind of fucking world do we live in where Totino's pizza is over a dollar? Combination, bullshit.
2: baby. We're that triple meat, baby. We're at
1: triple meat.
4: I ordered an $18 beef, beef tip sub before this. It's freaking good, too. If so you wanted a
2: footlong, you could have just called him. A...
3: So that was $18 because you had a DoorDash? Is that what we're talking about here?
4: No, that would no, have been $37 this, if you had a to tour <laughs> Steak's fucking expensive up here.
3: $18.
4: Yeah?
2: Yeah, I would literally... have ate six pizzas by then.
4: We've had a $3.50 raise on beef in the past freaking two years. Boy, that's just good that's shit. That's a great statistic. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know.
2: Am I Am I Am I I'm Am from my Texas, and I was my like, chicken holy
0: minutes? shit. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Frickin
1: boy so there's uh there's your box me minute <laughs> i think we covered it
2: <laughs> we got to turn the damn oven on seriously <laughs> right
1: hey here's a here's a spoiler if you put it on broil it'll preheat faster
2: well i think if i just turn it on in general and start heating up true i just seem to also to fair
1: point <laughs> oh boy this is brad's yeah.
3: Enthralling.
2: <laughs> I got off work today. I'm sitting to watching TV, and you know when you drink a two liter, you sit it down beside the, beside the trash can because it takes up too much space in the trash can. So I'm right.
1: the- That's you're like supposed to Do the same thing with a gallon of Milo. It takes too much well, too, too
2: much space. I'm sitting here on the TV, and by the time I hear that empty two liter bottle just turn over on its own, I said, "Oh hell no!" Uh huh.
0: Uh-uh.
2: I'm the only one here, Top
3: and 100. that damn empty two
2: liter bottle knocks itself over. Went up hundred.
3: Went up hundred and forty spaces up slots today
2: top 100
3: yep somehow some way people listen to this shit
1: well it looks like uh the tape machines <laughs> are rolling and that's a great inside dig right now but uh
2: unless anybody else has anything to add i mean i can put, i can put this to the top 50 hang on no, i'm just kidding
1: <laughs> no you you cut the golden ticket
2: no nah, i know you're no, really that month. Oh, don't even get me. Started. You know what's funny is oh, my hair is longer started than started. yours. I
1: don't think that's ever happened.
3: Well, don't, when, when my hair gets longer, then we all have problems. Right.
1: Well, <laughs> hell, it's probably grown a damn mullet this episode because we've been uh, blabbing away. Don't
2: even but, get me started on this motherfucker.
1: But we don't know what the hell we're doing next week. And we, uh, you know, obviously you'll know before this even airs. So it's kind of a mute point. Adam has definitely thrown. You threw the shit out of that, dude. I think it went down the hallway. (laughs) So, uh... Anybody got anything to add to conclude this uh,
3: great episode? No, James. I think we hit on all cylinders.
1: Adam threw another projectile. Devin, uh... Well, uh, I think we got it in the can, boys. So, uh, you know... Give a shout-out to Mike. Uh, Congratulations on your sister getting married. And, uh, you know, glad we opened it and closed it with a congratulatory message.
4: To his sister.
2: Ah, go fuck yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, like,
1: sometimes uh, (laughs) life uh, just kind of spins you around in circles, and you may seem discombobulated and lost at times. But always remember that no matter how hard life gets, you just kind of, you know, you got to kick out of too. Because it will definitely pin you down. Because that's, you know, if, if you let life bear you, what will happen? But guess what? You kick out of too. Because that's what we all do on your show. And you're here with us smiling and laughing along. The Kickout Crew. Want to thank everybody for a great episode. I had a ton of fun. And uh, you can reach us wherever. And we'll see you next time.
0: Cheers. New shirts.